Hi, welcome to this next episode of Dudes Being Dudes. I'm Forrest. <laughs> I'm Josh. Press one for podcast. Press two for better podcast. <laughs> Press three for mistakes were made. Um, good initiative, bad judgment. I was like, how long is this bit going to be? Oh, I could have gone. God, I used to work at a restaurant and like you pick up the phone and somebody calls. And you have to say, like, a bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I would pause it just... That was your flair? Well, yeah, no, I would pause it just so that it sounded like a machine so they wouldn't interrupt me. I would just start reading my comp every time they would <laughs> They're called the chosen people. Oh, like, I just no. want a pie. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the next day, like, the, the, the Marxist... Like, you know what I'm talking about? Indoctrination book, and then the next book. Yeah, like Mal's Bible or whatever. Oh my god. Um, I think I, I think I still know the phone call mantra, too. Like, I might be like, Hit me with off. Um, hi, welcome to O'Charlie's Hiram, home of the Free Pie Wednesday. Ah, that's all I got. How can I help you? <laughs> um, they, they made us do whenever we had to do um, Firewatch at, like, the, the main battalion building. Right. Um... You know, you'd, you'd answer the phone, you'd be like, you know, 3rd Battalion, 4th Marines, blah, 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 regiment, um, how might I help you, sir or ma'am? And then they'd start going, you'd be like, cool, now let me get someone who could actually help you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I hate, I always hate being the phone guy in any environment, because that's your job. We were so. the first line of incompetence and inconvenience. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that for you. <laughs> I'm just here to see if you're actually worth our time to help. <laughs> Speaking of help, today you wanted to talk about... Accepting help from other people. Mm, I as did. A, as a dude. So, um, I just recently have been having card issues. Not in, like I don't have money in my bank account because I went to the ATM at my own bank and the card worked. But like everywhere else that I've swiped my card, it just hasn't worked. Yeah. So, I'm a, of course, I'm at the grocery store with my kid. And I'm going through and I'm getting everything done. And I'm like negotiating a hostage negotiation with my kid the whole time to try and like convince her to be good until the very end. Right. Um, saying, like, treats will abide, you know, throughout the rest of your life if you just <laughs> do what I need you to do. For... If you shut up for ten minutes, there's M&M's in the car. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Um, treats will abide and abound. Um, but we get, to the, we get to the cash register, you know, old lady at the cash register, old lady behind me, everyone's, you know, flirting with my kid and being like, oh, she's so cute. Where I'm like, I just want to leave, I'm sweating. <laughs> um, I'm sweating in a public, so I want to leave. Um... And we get done scanning everything up, and I put my card in, and, like, four times, it just won't take it. Like, swiping, insert chip, all that jazz. Yeah. And so, I go and call Seacoast, and they don't answer. And so then, I'm like, hey, I'm going to leave my cart here, and run down to the bank, which is literally on the corner here. I'll yeah. be back in five minutes. They're like, okay, just leave it there. So, I run out, I go to Seacoast, I take out the money that I need, like, 300 bucks, and I go back, and the old lady is who was behind me is sitting there paying for my groceries. Right. I'm like, no, you don't get to do that. But I didn't say, like, no, don't do that, please. It was like, no. Step back. You don't get to do that. Yeah. And she looked at me like, oh. And then, like, in the back of my head, I was like, wait, no. <laughs> well, because, like, your pride, well, first things first, like, your pride's hurt. And so you want to, like, you kind of want to bark. Yeah, like... but it's like, I have money. Yeah. I'm not an incompetent parent, I swear. <laughs> I, well, it's not say things. <laughs> no, but kidding. in that in that I'm moment, though, you're sitting there and you're just like, I swear to God, I can take care of this child. Yeah. I can buy groceries. You're like holding her by the head. You're like, it's, she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I understand. I would have told her no as well. I mean, because it's like, I don't need it. You probably would have said it nicer though. I just panicked and went to immediate like sergeant modes. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. I, you like you like pull a card back from her. Back up. <laughs> so get your hands up. Get your hand. Come on. Not explaining that bit. Either you know it or you don't. That's how that... <laughs> no, I think when it comes to... when it's Okay, there's different parts of my brain when it comes to accepting help. There's help from strangers, which I almost always say no to. And then, like, there's conditional help with the people that I know and my friends. That one's different. You know, like, uh, if I know you and it's like... I'll spot your McDonald's. It's like, alright, but in my brain I log that away and the next time we both get food, it's coming back. Mm-hmm. You know? But if it's a stranger, I'll probably never see them again. And so I can't return the favor, so I usually say no. It's kind of like a throw money at it until I feel like my pride has been sated kind of situation. Well, like my, I have, you know, I have two roommates and, um, I went in there to cook and 
my roommate Brantley had finished cooking something at the same time. He was like, well, do you want just some of my food? I made too much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. So I gave him a Dr. Pepper because I keep Dr. Pepper on standby. Yeah. We need to do it. If we can get sponsored by Dr. Pepper, that'd be great. Hell yeah. And I was like, in my mind, we're even now. And he's like, that's fair. But I can't. But the not. worst is when you like, you try to give back to someone who's been giving to you a lot and they're like, don't worry about it. And you're like, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> You don't understand. <laughs> a home invasion movie where you break in to be nice to someone. <laughs> I think I've seen a Cyanide and Happiness comic about that, where basically the the person's like, "Give me all your money! Give me all your money!" It's like I don't have any money. All I have is debt. It's like, then give me that. And they're like, "Okay." And kiss and they, him the the they kiss him on the forehead. He's like, "Now go live your life." <laughs> oh, yeah, and I don't know if it's like a pride thing, which I'm guessing it is when it comes to help from strangers. Oh, pride comes before a fall. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think it's like it's not pride from that person; it's the other people around. But me. here's here's what I want to talk about, like coming off of that, and kind of like the whole point that was brought up is like being prideful. I mean, not just like in the Catholic sense, but like just the sense in general of being prideful without taking to levels that it doesn't need to go. Um, I think is appropriate, especially as a man. I mean, as a human being, you should have pride in yourself or in pride in things you do. But as a man, that's, that's, that's what we're talking about. Because we're dudes. Because we're dudes being dudes. Dudes being dudes. Uh, dudes being dudes. Yeah, welcome to dudes being dudes. Enjoy the podcast. Dudes being dudes. <laughs> dudes being dudes. <laughs> Hoops. <laughs> the gym. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, but no, pride. Um, I think it's important to have like this certain standard that's like just the next bar. Like, did you ever watch Arrow? Yeah. You know when he's doing those that crazy pull-up bar where he snaps the, the pull-up to the next beam? It's like Chinese ladder. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what you should be doing for yourself on your pride. It doesn't have to be a crazy adjustment, but just a little bit the next time be like, all right, next step. Yeah. Next step. But you never go down. Well, fun- fundamentally, there's nothing wrong with taking help from people. Like, you, you're not a bad person for accepting the woman to pay for your groceries. But the goal is to not find yourself in that situation again. Yeah. Because um, then can you call yourself a man? I say yes. I think if you're dependent on other people consistently? Oh, I think there's a difference, right? I think if you're in a spot... Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Well, I think if you're in a spot where you need, like, a lot of help... Sometimes you just need to swallow your pride. Yeah, and you're like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, went through a lot of bad times a couple months ago, and I had my friends kind of be like, whoop, now we're all, we're all like, we're your emotional dependent people, and I needed it for, like, two weeks. And if I wouldn't have had that, I don't know what... I mean, I'm not going to say, like, terrible things would have happened, but I probably would have been... In a worse situation. Insert uh, sound of shotgun again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen. Um, but uh, there eventually came a point where I was like, okay, I'm good to like confront these things on my own and, and fix the problems that I have. Like uh, an adult. Like a dude. Like a dude. Uh, yeah, but I don't think... I think we, we need to make it clear that if you ask for help, you're not less of a man or a bad person. But if, you're not, if you don't have any agency or self-autonomy then maybe there's a problem. And it's and it's difficult really getting to that point in that mindset. It, it takes a lot of taking a step back and reassessing the situation, which takes a certain level of maturity. And, and in certain like emotional situations, you're not, maybe you won't be able to do that as well. But it's always trying to do better the next time around. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those moments where later you're sitting in the shower and you're like, that's what I should have said. And not just in like the sense of like an argument, but like, Oh, I should have been like, oh, thanks so much. Or I should have been like, hey, I like your dress or whatever. But yeah. in this situation, it's like, maybe next time I accept the help that the person's trying to give me to, like, give me gas for my car yeah. so I can get my kid home. Yeah, well, it's like, uh, you know, we're at your house recording today, and you drove me here when I could have driven myself. So I could have been like, no, I'm using gas. But instead, it's like, ultimately, it doesn't matter. Also, your car is questionable. Also, my car is as old as I am. I have a 20-year-old car. This is true. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I could have been like, no, I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Um, but the end result doesn't matter. You so I was like piling into my remember Benghazi car. <laughs> you were like, here we go. I love watching people stare at us. We it's a come, good feeling, right? We come back from lunch, this dude pulled up next to us, he kept like looking over, and then he looked into the back and I was like, what's up? <laughs> the funniest thing is people always assume that I like, I mean something political by it and I don't. Yeah. But that's because that's what people are looking for nowadays. Yeah. Whereas me, it's just like, American side, and it was terrible. We should not forget that. It's the Alamo, yeah. But then, exactly. But then people are like, oh, but Hillary. I'm like, I don't care about Hillary. Yeah. I don't care about any political stuff that much. Not enough to slap it on my car. Yeah. Well, that's like, I always feel weird about, like, like 
political stickers, I'm always just like, I mean, go for it. I saw Bernie 2016 out in the wild not too long ago. <laughs> My favorite is whenever I see the, the Obama ones, um, the, the change the ones, the yeah. hope, the change, yeah. And I'm always just like, I remember. I, I really, lo- I like seeing the ones for politicians that lost that people keep on their car. McCain. McCain stickers are great because it's like, oh, you kept that. <laughs> I, I want to see before I die Our someone movie. who's still rocking an Al Gore. <laughs> Al Gore. In Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Just anywhere south of the Mississippi. What was that called? The Dangling Chad? Something like that? The it, Hanging Chad? I mean, I. That's the ballot that wouldn't punch. Oh, okay. Uh, first time hearing about it. I was not alive. Or I think I was. I don't know. I might have been alive. I'm seven years older than you. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but like when it comes to asking for help, I think on the occasion, cool. But if it's every day, you yeah, it's get the people, dependency. It's, yeah. that's not good. You have to be self sufficient. If you want to consider yourself like a level, a level of man, especially if you have other people depending on you, you can't by proxy be dependent on others. Yeah, but it's also okay to say I need help now in this situation. Agreed. Because I don't like those people that are like team on my back everything's going my way it's like you're gonna have like one breakup and your life's gonna fall apart yeah yeah it it just it sets you up for failure it doesn't set you up for success yeah um well it's like uh i don't know the walking dead if rick before he was taken off the show isn't doing well in an episode any of the other member of the cast will say no you need to back off i'll leave and he lets them do that Mm -hmm. and this is a weird example because it's because he goes through a character arc yeah well it's because no. I mean, granted, he does end up ripping another man's throat out with his teeth, but it's cool, still though. arcing. It's cool, though. It's still different from season one. I, I connect more with Negan on a personal level. That's alarming, but I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, that's the thing. Is like, um, you know, I would like to get... I, I would say that Rick's a man, and in that show, he's like, I can't handle this one. Someone else needs to take over. I'm like a do. cross between... Not Rick and Negan, but like Negan and who's not a bad guy? <laughs> no, I wouldn't even go that far. Who's the redhead like former army dude? Oh, Abraham. I'm a cross between Abraham and Negan. His last words are "suck my nuts." Yeah. <laughs> my favorite line is when he's like, "And why are dingleberries brown? Because that's the way shit is." This is so fucking. Good. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I think we have the nuance on that one pretty well. We're dudes, being dudes out here. Um, next up, how do you feel about this show shaping your personal brand on the internet? Well, my personal brand on the internet doesn't currently exist because it's still in the process of being made. Right. But over well, two it, weeks in, it yeah. yeah. Well, in the in the process of what I'm currently trying to do for, um, I have a copywriting um, gig that I'm trying to get off the ground called GalvanizeWriting.com. Um, and literally the whole purpose of it is just freelance copywriting. Is that link, is that link live? Um, it is. But don't put it in the thing? But yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, not, I'm not answering any of the emails currently because I'm still getting things where I need it to be because I want to connect a blog to it and be like, look at all these other things that I do. Yeah. And I've also used it to like launch my portfolio for college that I'm currently going through. So it's it's a lot of connecting and moving pieces. But... Honestly, I think that this works, um, mostly because, and this is kind of like a good and bad, but I think that like podcasts or like anything that is like that sort of entertainment versus like, say you go and like write a book or you go and you do anything like written, um, people aren't going to really connect the two that much. Yeah. They might, but in most cases, like people are like, oh, be careful what you put on Facebook. And I agree with that. But like. I say shit on the podcast. No one's going to be like, I can't do my copywriting work because none of my copywriting work is is that. It's all professional. Yeah. And it's, my name is never even brought up in it. Plus, interviews is kind of cool because like you'll be like, oh yeah, I'm a podcast host. And they automatically think that means good podcast host. So sometimes they won't even look you up because there's so many good <laughs> Little podcasts. do they know. <laughs> yeah, little do they know it's this show. <laughs> <laughs> Where we start off talking about Mein Kampf. <laughs> And the one who brings it up is a Jew. And several deep cut Fred Durst references, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, because there's so many interesting podcasts out there that are conversation based. You say that you're like, I have a conversation based podcast, and you're like, oh, interesting fella over here, and it's a plus. As long as it's not a fella. As long as it's not a real fella, yeah. Fellow, okay. 
the fella. Not, not, not in my house. Fighting words. <laughs> you call me a fella in my house? <laughs> um, well, yeah, no, I think it's fine. Well, not it's fine. I think it's a good thing to have a more, like, uh, normal version of yourself on the internet. Yeah. Um, I use my full name on everything, uh, which you're taught, you're, I was told not to do as a child, but then as I wanted to be someone who is successful and recognized i was like oh i have to use my name now my full name sounds like someone who like maybe wasn't like a huge deal in history but did something once and should be like more than 50 years dead it's because your your first name and your last name have multiple syllables that are hard you have like hard consonants in your name forrest anthony whitaker McElroy. yeah there's so many like hard consonants i feel like i was a boxer at one point and maybe fought in like the boxer rebellion and (laughs) you might have smuggled alcohol (laughs) all in one lifespan (laughs) died at the age of 22 (laughs) (laughs) it's not too late for me but um well that's the thing is like i you know my name is joshua h freeman so anything it's either that or jw freeman wherever you find me um because i want to be found on everything here the little guys are my writing i want you to find me Mm -hmm. find everything you want to be heard you're needy I like attention. Yes, my ego is huge, and it must be fed. It's huge. <laughs> Ooch. It's fucking huge. <laughs> but, like... But that leads also into something else that I want to talk about that goes with that. Well, you know, I was going to say it's dangerous at the same time. Yeah, it is. No, it is. But that leads into um, something else about being a fella. Being a... Well, not a fella, but a dude. A being, dude. Being a man. Right. Um, does, does the name, you think amplify who you are at all or at least mold who you are do you think that not just like the family name because we could get in that too right but i mean like we were talking earlier like what's a soft guy name oh like uh like bradley or like uh i'm sure there's some dudes out there that are bradley but commonly yeah i mean it's a it's a known meme but like chad chad's a hard name jody jody's a soft tracy a soft name well you don't want to be a chad or a jody Right, but you also don't want to be a dude named Tracy. Or Kelly. Ashley. Yeah, but if you if you found this show and your name is Tracy, Jody, Chad, Kelly, or uh, was it Bradley, you're fine. Not you, the other ones. <laughs> yeah. You know the one we're talking about. Everyone but you. You're yeah. cool. Please the come one back. who's looking at yourself in the mirror right now while listening to this. No, you're cool. Because you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... I think your name shapes a lot of who you are, um, but I don't think it's innately because of the name. Like, I think it does Im- uh, like influence, though. Like For a perfect example, I was born the year before Forrest Gump came out, and I came from a very Southern background family, and there's a very famous person named Forrest in history who I regretfully might have some relation to. Oh, no. And I got worried for a while. And then, you know, the whole, I love you, Jenny, and the run, Forrest, run thing came out, but like, I am a really good runner. Right. I'm not the fastest, but I could just go. So you just add the meme. So, it, yeah. And, like, I had the guys who would come out with, like, when I played football and um, baseball, they would come out with the signs. My buddies, you know, run, force, run. Yeah. Uh, get it, gump. Stuff like that. <laughs> um, home plate is your Jenny. Like, all kinds of stuff. But it was, at first it was fighting words, but then the older I got, the more I was like, yeah. And then, you know, you get into something like the military, and they're like, huh, Gump? I'm like, that's original. Yeah. Never heard that before. You're so smart. Oh, God, how do you do it? Please tell me. How'd you come up with that? It's <laughs> like people who are like, your name's Richard, huh? So, like, dick? It's like... <laughs> nice. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> do you feel proud of yourself? Do you want a cookie? <laughs> well, like... Do you want an M&M? Do you want a, a single M&M? But my thing is, like... I don't know if... I, I don't think I was, like... My name is... You can't really make fun of my name. It's not like, oh, your name sounds like John. It's like, okay. Your name's biblical. Yeah, it is. Um, I actually used to go to Sunday school with a kid named Jacob. Jacob's in the Bible. Jacob's a fiery little thing in the Bible. And, um... So it was Joshua. Yeah, but... but it, Joshua was, like, those walls? Gotta go. Those... Don't like them. Or, uh... Daniel's like, I'll, I would kill for a drink from that well. And the soldiers are like, what do you mean we're in a war? Here we go. <laughs> Shout out to the one person who's like, I get those references. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I go to Sunday school. Wee, 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 wee. <laughs> holy, holy, holy. Uh, and then Jacob would be like, hashtag bless. Jacob would be like, yeah, I'm, I'm just as energetic and I'm, I'm 
just as much of a like getting into trouble as that guy is and i was like well are you or where are you going to be or like did your parents name me that and then they were like he's an energetic child so never are going to tell him that that's well, how he's going to do be. you know the name that you would have been named if not for joshua no but i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure they came my parents came to like a pretty quick decision because my mother was really she fought my father right. on um sterling like first name sterling first name sterling you have As to a be boy. a ship captain I can either be a ship captain or a male stripper. Right, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And I'm not talking like male stripper, like, sometimes I do this, but otherwise I live a normal life. No, You're like, I'm Dale. bedazzled. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I, I snort cocaine and glitter. Um, yeah, no, I don't think I had a name before that, or at least I didn't know. Uh, I do, I did have a friend. Girl, it would have been Roxanne for me. Uh-oh. Like, that's not a good... Like, from pres- the song? Yeah. <laughs> You don't mm. have to put on the red light. I'm gonna make my son a whore. Roxanne. <laughs> 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 uh, my friend's name was uh, my friend's name was Hagen, and he had a little brother, and his dad wanted to name him Copen, and it almost happened. Dude, it almost happened dude. until his mom was like, "Wait, hold on." <laughs> <laughs> That's tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I don't think names shape people. I think the parents apply the meanings to the names to their kids, and the kids are like, this is how I'm supposed to act. I'll never forget Copenhagen. Um, but, no, the whole... Do you think that, like, say you have a feminine... No, I'm not going to say that. Say that you have a, a name that in certain social circumstances and situations, that was a lot of... Like Ashley. Yeah. Your dude named Ashley. Yeah. Okay. I mean, commonly, I would not be like... That man, he could, he could hold his own. Uh, Unless I got to know him, obviously. But yeah. If someone's just like, "Oh, my friend Ashley's gonna show up and he's gonna help us move today," I'd be like, "Ashley should stay at home." <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard time with these because, like, I don't really care about someone's name. I know that sounds bad, but like, I don't, I don't either. I'm just curious. Yeah. No. So, like, to me, it doesn't matter. It's like, hey, Stephanie's coming over, and then like a Prius pulls up and then a dude comes out and I'm like, oh, is that Stephanie? And they're like, yeah, like, okay. And I just go back to moving. You're, there's a part of you that would be like, I'm going to have to ask him. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's conversation. Yeah. I'm not asking him because I But it's not like judgy. It's just like, I need to know. Yeah. Because like, that's a character right there. Yeah. I hate stuff like that though because That's you like know... my tall ass getting out of a Beetle. Yeah, like I'm crawling out of a Fiat 500. But like, you want to, you want to ask people stuff like that but also, you know that everyone asked them that first thing. So there's like that conflict within you. It's like, so you're, they named you Stephanie. And he's going to be like, yeah. And you know he's not even talking to you. He's just doing the story. Yeah, he's on Yeah, he's autoplay. on autoplay. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Moving on to the next thing. We just recently had our most recent D&D session. Yes. Now, this has to do with like making plans work as a guy even when it doesn't start the way you wanted it to. Right. So the situation was, um, the, uh, the vet girl in our group, former Navy, um, she has been my buddy for a couple years now and she was, she's been in our group since it started and she asked if her friend could join out of nowhere. And I was like, sure, I guess. Right. And then her friend hopped into our group chat for the D and D sessions and started asking a bunch of questions about the session and a bunch of things turned to one other thing and I was like listen don't make your character until you're there because a bunch of things that you need to know before you get there right and then she goes and does exactly that after I told her not to do it twice what was killing me was like so if I get too many messages at once I get very flustered yeah and so like everyone in the group chat for a second was talking and it was just like and I was going insane and then you messaged me separately and I almost snapped (laughs) I was like what a sword party (laughs) But then you read my message. Yeah, and then I was like, oh. And then it became funny. Yeah, I was like, everyone is being stupid. <laughs> I was literally complaining about the messages. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I think we were just separated at birth. Yeah. On different timelines. Yeah. We were both time travelers, we still know it. I got um, to this planet first, but you just recently got out of your capsule. <laughs> um, but no, I, yeah. I'm very much like whatever when it comes to plans. Hey, last minute, I'm not gonna be till if it's three o'clock. It's like I'm not gonna be until three thirty. It's like, all right, but you're still coming. Then cool. Uh, or we need to find another day. It's time. I gotta like Brandon who didn't even show up. Yeah, that's fine. That's that's the thing. Like if you're 
if you call yourself a man, I think that it should be an established standard that if you say you're going to be somewhere, you show up, and if you can't show up, communicate. Communicate. And in any relationship, communication is key. If you don't communicate, that's how things fail and fall apart. Yeah, which is why um, the new person was able to fit into the Because they communicated once they got there. Yeah, and that's what she was trying to do before, but because she didn't know any of us, it's very hard for her to know how to talk to us. She's also young and doesn't know how to use a phone very well. She's she's my age, so that excuse is gone. Um, It was funny, though, because she was like, I think she thought I was serious. She was like, I live at this complex. Can I come to yours? And I was like, no. Those those complex people aren't allowed. Yeah, we tried to make it like this big <laughs> joke. Yeah, you and I went back and forth, just like you have to renounce your complex. And she was just like, "What?" And we were like, "It's a, it's a joke." It's a bit. And she's like, "Okay, well, I guess I renounce them." And you and I immediately were like Emperor Palpatine gifts, like out of nowhere, just goo excellent, <laughs> excellent. Well, yeah, and like when she got there, and after like everybody had got there, we were playing like eating pizza and stuff. I could tell that like. I almost saw the moment where she was like, yeah, I understand the group dynamic and everything. And she was making jokes right before she left. And I was like, we did it. You understand how to talk to us now. Yeah, she went from, like, uncomfortable and us, like, wondering how far we could go to her, like, laughing at you talking about, like, your character's grundle area. (laughs) (laughs) The old dick twist. You're the old dick twist this dick. Hi, Mom and Dad. <laughs> you, you just heard me talk about twisting a man's dick. Um, you do what you gotta do. To survive, I must fight. No plan <laughs> survives first contact. <laughs> That's why we have things in our repertoire, like the dick twist. Like the dick twist. Well, I, I, I'm always nervous when I meet a new person. Not because of what they're going to say, but because of what I'm going to say. Cause and I, it's not necessarily on a judgment thing, because there's always going to be a part of you that's like, well, if they don't like me, then fuck them. <laughs> yeah. But there's also another part of you like, but no, please love me. Well, like, I was, I was Because you want to grow your tribe. Yeah. Well, even I was though at, tribalism is bad. I was at McDonald's with my buddy Austin, and he was like, hey, my buddy Brendan's going to chill with us. And I was like, okay, cool. Because, you know, the McDonald's is right on campus. Brendan? Uh, he's actually a cool guy. I'm sure he is, but, but it's name, one of those names yeah. that's like you were trying to yeah. be. It's like Kyle. But no, so he shows up, and he's from, like, the middle, like, the Midwest or something. And he's looking at the apple pie, and he's, like, observing it. And I'm like, bro, you never seen a McDonald's apple pie before? And he was like, no. So... I'm, I, I'm committed to the bit. And I'm like, this is a, this is a McNugget. You ever seen it? And he's laughing, so I'm laughing, so the table's laughing. And then he leaves, and he texts Austin, and he's like, that was the most bizarre thing that ever happened. And I was like, Austin, I thought he, he you said he was like a like a bro, like we could like roast him. And he was like, yeah, but I can roast him. And I was like, oh, he doesn't know me. <laughs> I haven't seen him since. But at the same time, now he does. <laughs> So that relationship has now been established. <laughs> um, if he chooses to pursue it, that's on him. Well, a, a couple, like a month later, Austin was at like a party that Brendan was hosting, and he was like, "Austin was like, come through. It's at Brendan's house." And I was like, "No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna test that twice." Mm. Um. All right. Well, this kind of rolls into the other thing that I think that we should talk about, which has to do with, um, when you welcome someone new into your your inner circle. Mm-hmm. Now, some people talk about about their 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 wolf pack or their their tribe yeah, or whatever, which I'll joke around about. But I mean, it kind of is a pack mentality sometimes because there's like your circle and then there's your, your like your boys, your boys. Your, as you call it, your rider dies. Yeah. Um, and you and I have been friends for a very short time, but I feel like we're already like, hey, you want to do crimes? So I'd be like, I don't want to, but if you're already in it, I might as well help you get it back. Yeah. Out. It turns into the most recent Drake's Uncharted anytime that you would have a problem. I'd just be like, well, he's my brother. Well, this is what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> this is my life now. Yeah. Um, but also at the same time, and it's kind of like the situation I have with my wife as well, where yeah. she's just like, if you killed someone, I'd ask you questions later, but in the meantime, I'd help you hide the body. Yeah. I'm like, that's a good person. We're going to cover it up and then we're going to talk. Yeah. yeah. But when it comes to letting new people into your pack, I feel like you and I do it very differently. What I do is I just kind of like, I just lay it all out there. Yeah, you questioned me in the parking lot once at school. You were like, here are four things I have to know your opinions on. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't pull punches. If I think that I'm connecting with someone, I'm just like, we're going to find out right now. Right. If, if, if this has what it takes. And it's not like, can this relationship make it? It's more like, I'm going to see if you can hook and jab. Keep up with me, kid. I so like, um... Pretty fancy flying, Fox. <laughs> nice shooting text. Uh... 
But um, you're becoming more like your father. <laughs> from so I was at a Waffle House once with uh, a friend of mine. This is already a great story. Oh, it, well, it's a weird story. Any so, story that starts in a Waffle House is weird. Yeah. So like he was trying to get me to hang out with his group of friends and like indoctrinate me into their circle. Yeah, I've tried that. So well, like I don't. Again, I'll do whatever. I don't really care about most things. Uh, and so like we're eating and they get up to pay their check and I'm I'm looking at mine and checking everything and I leave my tip and I'm so I'm behind them and I pay and I turn and there's like my buddy and like the two other people and they're looking at me and they're like we've decided to let you into our friend group and I looked at my friend like this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard but I'm down because I like you guys so like we do a group hug which was weird but I thought it was so strange that they had like so they're like really emotional about it they had to make a decision yeah so either. I would have so many questions immediately. I'd be like, so I need to know what happened to get you guys to this point. Because if you're starting at this level, I have concerns. What it was was like, is everybody cool if he hangs out more? Which I can, I, I understand that conversation. But, but someone coming up to you, we have decided. Yeah, it was unima- funny. Unanimously. You, you, unanimously. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that you have what it takes. Yeah, no, for me it's like... It's Welcome all- to the club. Welcome to the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Here, have a drink. Yeah, <laughs> auctions over Browns. But for me, it was for me. It's like I hang out with someone, I enjoy that time, and then I will hang out with them more. And then eventually, I'll be like, Oh my god, we're friends. Okay, I don't, I don't ask people, I don't clear, I don't do that. That's that's always weird to me. It's like stepbrothers. Did we just become best friends? Yeah. <laughs> now, if if someone asks me like Josh, do you think we're friends? I'll be like, Yeah, sure. Or no. I'll be like, I mean, I just met you, but we can hang out more. But I'll hey, never have I just met you, and this, this is, is crazy. But <laughs> well, we've decided you're in our friend group. Um, yeah, for me it's just like, it, I don't know, like uh, it's like four in the morning and you're talking to them and you're like, oh, okay, this is an eight-hour conversation. We're we're boys. <laughs> now, granted, you do have those friends that like you kind of like back and forth swing with, but like you'll always have that those kinds of like one-offs with, especially with dudes. I've noticed this with, although I'm sure. It happens with the ladies, but I ain't a lady. Right. I, I a dude. I'm a dude. I a dude. Um, so in this situation, um, like the text that I showed you with Brandon, how like you'll have like the really like late night jokings with, with the buddy, and then just out of nowhere they'll get weird, and you'll get weird, and then it will just amplify on each other. Yeah. Especially, if, again, if it's late. That's the best. Um, but what I liked in that situation is um, he messed up on something, and I was like, don't worry about it, my sweet summer child. Because he's younger than me, so the joke is like that. I'm the I'm the I'm the papa. Papa right bear, now. yeah. But then he was like, "Tell me about the time before the empire," and I went on for 15 minutes on this just epic story <laughs> of this made up situation. I like, um, I I do a, I love friendships like that though, where you kind of like you're going different paths, but sometimes the paths cross. You and, and I have done that and ended up coming up for ideas with scripts. Yeah, well, because like. I don't, I don't have to talk to you every day to think that we're friends. Unless something otherwise happens, we're good. Now, if we don't talk for like a year, the first conversation is going to be a little weird because we're now different people. But I'll still talk to you. If it went like a week, I'd be like, you good? Well, but you and I talk that much. Yeah, that's so different. It's like like um, my friend from I, I had a, my senior year of high school, which is like three years ago now, I had a I had class, I had French with a girl named Jenna, who's a good friend of mine, and then when I moved, we stopped talking as much. Wait, you had French with a girl named Jenna, yeah. or you Frenched I had, with Jenna? I had French with a girl named Jenna. Okay. Yeah. Um, she messaged me on uh, Instagram, like, a couple days ago, and was like, hey, like, just saw your post, like, how are you, whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. To me, like, I don't, I, I wouldn't be like, oh, we're not, we're not, we're not boys anymore, because you didn't talk to me. Because that's dumb. So, like, the people that... Then like, Lizzie still plays when we both walk in a room. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so like you, 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 if you cross paths with them, if the if the if the strings cross only every now and then, you're still boys. I just like probably wouldn't uh, buy you a Christmas present. That's the only difference. You're getting two. I gotta get you that comic. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> We're like I'm getting you presents. We're boys. I'm getting you that comic. I hate you. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> Podcast ends. <laughs> just cut. <laughs> All you hear is like the hard clack of the space bar. Oh, man. Um, so, you have come to my house for the first time. The crib. Yeah. MTV. Um, where I got a kid, a wife. It's very very feminine Rabbit. in this house. Rabbit. It's yeah. very feminine in this house. And then I have, like, my one nerd corner of boydom. <laughs> right. I'm in the nerd corner. Yeah. <laughs> what, do, what do you think? Not just, like, oh, tell me, validate me and yeah. think what you think. But, no, like, like a man's house and you walk into it for the first time 
Well, okay, so whenever I walk into someone's home for the first time, I do three things. Is the front area clean? Does it smell nice? Is there something on the wall? So, front area was clean. It didn't smell like anything, so I was like, that's a The entry area design. was spectacular. It's clean. Your house is clean. You can clean that. My wife heard that you were coming over and she was like, <gasps> and started cleaning everything. Swiffer, yeah. Um, and then, like, when it comes to, like, is there something on the wall? I'm not talking about, like, posters and stuff. Although, I, of course, you look at that because that's what I mean, I have a three year old girl, so there could be shit smeared all well, over the wall. Well, that's, yeah. Well, that's or the, crayon. But, yeah. A brown crayon. <laughs> if it's crayon and stuff, but it's, like, at the three feet mark, you're like, okay, that's his kid. But if it's like four or five feet in the air, four or five feet in the air, and there's like a black hand smudge, it's like, it sounds gross here. <laughs> Other than that, it's like, it really, when it comes to decorating a house, it's like, what do the two personalities that are living here want? Oh, what could you tell, I am curious in this case, validate me on this. What were, what was the, the personality energy vibe you got when you first walked in? Uh, your wife loves Disney. Oh, yeah. She loves Disney. Oh, yeah. You've got the Tinkerbell uh, corkboard on the wall, which mm-hmm. is the Disney pins. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I've got my Maleficent over there. Yeah, so... Because Maleficent is a bad bitch. There's that. Um, you guys both enjoy watching movies together, mm-hmm. but the movies you watch together are very specific. It was like Rise of the Guardians. Mm-hmm. Um, Treasure Planet. Yeah, the young adult animated movies, which are great movies. I love Treasure Planet. I love Rise of the Guardians. Titan A.E. Yeah. Oh, I haven't thought about Titan A.E. in a while. <laughs> but yeah, like so you see these things and you're like, okay, cool. Um, you're both nerds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As, as you continue to glance at the painting that my wife painted me while I was in the Marines of Boba Fett holding a rabbit. I think it's very funny. You know? <laughs> well, I keep looking at it because... Obviously, I don't know how close you are to your rabbit. But I'm I, not. Yeah, so that's the funny part to me. It's like, I, I was like, I was like that's, that's Kelly's rabbit. So I imagine like, when you got it, were you like, why? No, she... Okay, so she had her, her boy rabbit who was like the best bunny ever. His name was Biscuit. But then he got a, a, weird, a weird condition where he just stopped eating, and her roommate didn't tell her, and then he passed. Mm. But he had other bunnies with another bunny, um, as bunnies do, <laughs> and she kept one of them, who's the female bunny we have here. Pepper. And she has an attitude problem <laughs> and is not a nice bunny. Whereas Biscuit was one of those bunnies who could go around the whole house and he wouldn't destroy anything, um, and he would go to his potty to poop, and the only place that he was bad was on the bed he would pee. Whereas Pepper is like, everything is my potty, everything is my chew toy, and fight me. Was it The Simpsons where Bart's like, the world is my toilet? Essentially. <laughs> so, I've always been a dog person, although I do like cats. Um, just no reptiles. Yeah. But I've always been like a, a big dog person. So, especially after being a dog handler. So, it just, when she was like, we have a bunny now, I, I was kind of like, oh. Oh, cool, yeah. yeah. So, okay, when you walk, so we play D&D at my apartment. Um... I think the first time you came over was... First time I walked in. So there are three things that I look for when I walk in that are very different from yours. Number one is where are all the exits? Number two is where is the bathroom? Yeah. And number three is where can I sit because my back hurts? (laughs) You're 65 years old. (laughs) Well, when you come in... Where can I sit that's close to the fridge where the beer will be? When you come in, it's like glass doors. So check. Bathroom's hidden. And then I've got to go past the ganja room. Yeah. So, well, that's what's funny. It's like we haven't decorated. Like, I've, we you don't have a need to, but it almost feels like almost hostile because you haven't decorated. It's weird. In a sense that, like, this is not a home. This is a. A liminal space. Yeah. We're it's, getting through it. It's a, it's a trans, it's like a transferring kind of. You're still in your symbiosis kind of. But yeah, well, because, like, we had someone in the living room. Meiosis, that's what I was going to Yeah. We had someone in the living room, and then when they left, we were like, okay, we're going to buy a coffee table, we're going to buy a TV, but then we were like, well, this when this leases up, we're all going in different directions. And so we were like, ah, oh, fuck it, no. We're not going to do that. You should um, have at least gotten the foosball table. Yeah, and well, I've started spending more time in like our dining room area, where the table is, because it's better than riding on your bed all day. Yeah. Um, that's why that poster's up. I put a poster up, because I was like, if I'm going to be Once here... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. I love that artwork. I love that... Uh, the soundtrack is great. I'm a big fan of the flamethrower at the end. I'm a big fan of that movie. The dog food kill. The um, the Brad Pitt fighting, uh, Bruce Lee is great. But no, yeah. So I was like, it's like if I'm gonna be here, I want something in here to say like this is Josh's like corner. So I put my poster up. I got it at a record store. It was pretty cool. But other than that, no, it's a bland apartment. Now my my room, you saw that's like covered in posters and stuff and like little trinkets. Because mm-hmm. it's like I I live here. This is my nest. And the same with their rooms. They're I think that even as a dude, it is important to nest to a certain degree. I love decorating. Whereas I also, though, everything, 
that you see out before you, everything the light touches can go. No, can go. Oh. Because at the end of the day, I have go bags just in case. Oh, yeah, you're a prepper, yeah. No, yeah. Well, like, I I don't know. If, if, like, a storm came through or something and, like, ruined my TV and my posters, I'd be like, okay. It would suck, but oh well. Yeah, like, what are you going to do? I'm going to fight the weather? I mean, this is Florida. (laughs) If there's any state where you can fight the weather, it's Florida. God. Um, Florida man chokes out hurricane. (laughs) No more tears, only dreams. Well, like... (laughs) I hate, like, there's, there was that meme that went around, it's like, guys can really live in an apartment like like this and it doesn't bother them, and it's like a TV, a recliner, and that's it. Something well, on the walls. The barracks proves that. So. Yeah. But also, if you're living that way, go get a cheap poster that you like, put it up, and you probably, you'll look at it a lot. You'll be like, I like that poster. Decorating is not bad. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I, I didn't stick with, like, the stuff that was issued, the, like, scratchy green wool blankets and the yeah. shitty tissue paper pillows. I went and got, the minute I made corporal, I was like, I'm going to spend on myself. <laughs> and I went and I got two big fluffy towels. Yeah. I got an actual, like, carpet for my, like, a runner for when you walk in yeah. the door. Because I had a room to myself at that point. Um, and then I had, uh, I know, spoiled a corporal with a room by himself, but still. Um, sure. and, and then I got like a throw blanket and yeah. then a comforter and like two just giant body sized pillows, but not with anime characters on them. I swear. <laughs> sure. Definitely not. It was def- just, it def- was, def- why are you asking? <laughs> yeah. It was chesty puller. Is <laughs> <laughs> a body pillow. I don't even get that. <laughs> well, no, like, um, it's kind of like treat your room like you treat your t-shirts if you're a guy. Everybody likes cool t-shirts. So you'll go out and you'll buy a shirt with, like, I don't know, like a Stormtrooper on it. Well, if you like Star Wars, maybe put a Star Wars thing on your wall. Maybe not Star Wars sheets if you're a grown man, but whatever. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> this is my Yu-Gi-Oh blanket. Uh, 27. <laughs> She's like, wow, you're an adult. Be like, you've activated my trap card. <laughs> <Dex> you. <laughs> um, but no, um, I do think it's funny, um, especially with um, the situation with Kelly and I. Um, we do have very different personalities. We're very s- sassy. I'm more sarcastic, but you walk into the house and, like you said, it's very dominated by Kelly. Um, it's very feminine across the majority of the house, which I'm, I'm fine with. It looks nice. I'm just happy to be in a house with Kelly. Yeah. Um, but there are some times where I was just like, oh, well, could we get darker furniture? Could I put these things up? She's like, no. I'm like, oh. Okay. But then she's just like, oh, you should put all your metals up in a shadow box. I'm like, yeah. no, they'll stay in the crate in the, in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, decorating as a dude, I feel like dudes, when, when we go shopping, all right, we, we walk in there on a mission. We're not, we're not just going to Perusing. look. Right. We're like, I mean, we'll look while we're there, but we're there for something. And we have a time limit in our head. We don't maybe necessarily decide on it consciously, but subconsciously there's a time limit. I love being in and out. So you'll go in there and you'll be like, oh, I'll look around a little bit, see who's released a new album, FYE, and uh, maybe look at some funny uh, little like trinkets from uh, like, uh, what's the cartoon that's out right now? Morty. Rick and Morty. Yeah, Rick and Morty. Oh, there's a Rick and Morty like t-shirt. Oh, Rick. Oh, uh-huh, funny. Uh, uh, sauce. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, all of a sudden the alarm goes off your head and you're like, cash register, where is it? Yeah. Um, for me, the difference is because I love art so much like. Uh, if you go into a bookstore with me, or a record store with me, or a comic well, store with me... Well, because there's the chance... Okay, that's where it gets, like... That's where my inner, like, adventurer, explorer, Discovery. child comes out. Because that's when I start, like, channeling my inner page master. You saw that movie, right? Yeah. There's something about that that captures the energy of, like, not just nerd, but someone who is seeking other realms and worlds and adventure and stuff like that that has that energy that made humankind what it what is so great about it that i just feel you tap into when you walk into an old like three-story bookstore yeah that you don't know where anything is like i found this a lot in san francisco which i'm not sure if they're still there because it's been like 10 years since i've been there but it was fantastic you would just pull off a corner on a busy street and you'd be like where am i it's so quiet yeah (laughs) well for me like i like I like going to those places with people who, if they don't listen to a lot of music, I'll go to a record store, if they don't read a lot, go to a bookstore, because I'll go like, you should check out this, and this, 
and this and this and this. Yeah. It's, it's the things that I know a lot about. Well, that's, I mean, I like Barnes & Noble, but I also hate about it. You walk in and it's just like, what's new? And like the front of it is just like political books. And I'm like, I'm here to escape that. Yeah. And so you have to like wade your way through all the mediocre bull to get to like, you know, the fantasy section or the art section or yeah. the, even if you're there for research stuff or like studying for the MCAT or whatever. You have to, it's, that, that stuff's all the way in the back. There's a place in Georgia where you can buy used books by the pound. Oh, that's that amazing. That sounds awesome. That well, does. But it's awesome for that, the idea. But also when I think about how, like, I don't have a bookshelf. Terrible. I'm going to take, have you ever been to Ikea? No, I'm, I'm waiting to get, I want to get, like, a good bookshelf. I want to drop, like, good money on it. I'm, like, that being said, because I was, um, I was ready to fight you right there. Um, there are some bad things from Ikea, though, so I will say that. Well, yeah. But I also will kill someone for Ikea. Um, <laughs> I'd rather die for Ikea. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is, but I get that same way that I was just describing about Ikea. When I walk into Ikea, Ikea, I'm like, there's opportunity here. I'm not that way until you get to the bottom where, like, the yeah, trinkets are. Yeah, that's when I like. That's when I turn on and I'm like, bro, I can make something. When the rooms open up, I'm like, I don't care. But the minute you start getting away from the rooms and more into the appliances, I'm just like, where are the deals? Let's make a kitchen. Yeah, well, because it's like, let's make a kitchen. <laughs> you looked at me and so, you made such a dirty, like, smolder, like, mm. like Flynn Rider, and you're like, let's make a kitchen. <laughs> I, I like it. I'm into it. Well, I like I like tinkering things. I like I like taking things apart and putting them back together to see if I can understand how they work. Yeah. And so, like, the bottom of IKEA is that. You're like, that's a mixer that's see-through. Oh, damn. Yeah, right. But it also activates... You know that joke where it's like, every dad loves Home Depot? I get it. Okay. I've never been the biggest fan of Home Depot, but that's because I spent so much time in it, it was kind of ruined for me. Whereas, Ikea was always hard to find, so it's like the new thing. It's the new Home it's, Depot. It's the side bitch. <laughs> Ikea came around with the good hair and just threw everything off. But no, like, if I... Like, oh, God... This is going to sound so weird and boring, but, like, when everything's boxed up on the bottom, bottom floor, and they're like, look up your couch and we'll get it for you, that's when I have the most fun at Ikea. Because like, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure almost. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. look at all this stuff. I have no idea what And then is. afterwards, you can get motherfucking meatballs. Meatballs? The Swedish candy is very good. Oh. I actually, I went there with some friends just to eat and look around. Like, and we went there all the eat. registers have a worker. Yeah. I don't like, though, that the Swedish foods that I want to look at are on the other side of the register. I don't like that. Well, yeah, they want you to do that afterwards. But the thing is, like, you want me to buy it. So, I'm not talking about the cafeteria. I'm talking about, like, you can buy Swedish groceries there. And it's like, if you want me to buy them, then maybe. And this is just an idea. Put it in front of the register. But, you know, whatever. I'm not mad about it. You're such a freaking American. (laughs) (laughs) This is how I want it. Here's my money. Why are they sitting down? Stand. (laughs) Ruin your back for me. If I'm paying you, you'll do it. <laughs> well, it's like, um, I feel weird going into Aldi's for that same reason. Because, mm. like, you know, like, uh, if you don't know what Aldi's is... I've never been into an Aldi's, actually. Describe it for me. Um, it's, uh... Like it's... a Bell's Outlet? No, it's a grocery store. Oh, okay. Like, so it's they're... like a like a Safeway or a Publix or a... Yeah, but they're cheaper. Um, and they don't do bags. So it's more like a commissary. Yeah. Well, no, they're... I have been doing Aldi's. I know what you're talking about now, yeah. Okay, so you, they kind of just, like, pull things out on pallets and leave the pallets it's, there? It's, like, nicer than a dollar store. But not as nice as a Publix. Yeah. No, I'll go to an Aldi. No problem. I'm, I'm kind of okay with not having a bag. Dude, I'll buy groceries at CVS. I don't give a That's whatever. Bag. Yeah, but... The groceries at a gas station. What bothers me is they don't... There's no, there's not really shelves. There are and there aren't. They just like... Yeah, you're you have, saying they're on pallets. I think I... Yeah. That bugs me. Hmm. And, and, and it's it's like, I know that it doesn't matter. I've got an Aldi story for it. You do? Yeah. yeah right. It's like a couple minutes, so... We got two I, minutes. I had to get one of my uh, wisdom teeth removed because it was infecting like one of the other ones, and I didn't get them removed in the military because I'm an idiot. My parents didn't pay for them when I was a kid because they were abusive. So you was an Aldi and they just knocked that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I needed I needed some groceries, <clears throat> and I was like doing some other outings in that area where the Aldi's was, and I was like, well, I keep driving past this, and I don't have my wife's BJ membership, which is the other big grocery thing. It's a box store, yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go in here, see what they have. I bought a bunch of stuff and I kept looking outside. I saw Aspen Dental. I was like, well, this has been driving me nuts. And we're already here. And we're already here. Yeah. So I cross the street. I walk in. And there's these, like, these two short, skinny, fit, young, look, good-looking um, Asian women. And they, they start talking to me. You know, fluid English. I'm not, I'm just saying. But they were Asian American. There you go. 
and they're 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 talking to my giant Norwegian self. You're Irish. And I'm looking down at them with my big red beard, like trying to have a conversation Dust about dentist. my tooth hurts. And they're just like, "Well, we can do something that for you." Okay, for, for, sloth. About that. Yeah, so let's let's come around to the back, and I'm like, "Yarp." Hinkadinkadurkin, <laughs> <laughs> you just walk to the back. <laughs> Why does that channel me so well? Um, so I walk around to the back, and. Um, about five minutes later, they just walk right in, and they're like, so we've already looked at your x-rays from when you were in the military. I'm like, that fast? Scary. And they were just like, here's what we're going to do. We're just going to pull it. Are you cool with that? I was like, yeah. They're like, all right, let's numb you up. I was like, it takes two for me, usually. And instead of checking it, they're like, okay. So two shots of Novocaine, and they start to work. So I'm not feeling it, but you still feel a pressure. Yeah. And so she gets these clamps that look exactly like you think they would. Like yeah. in those torture films and like Bond and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So they get back there. And so the reason that I had to describe these women's race isn't just the, the awkwardness of their sizing versus mine. But this girl literally had to like half straddle me and like get her elbow on me to like get a good angle. Yeah. Because apparently I have really strong teeth even though they're fractured in a lot of areas and like there's been some damage from literally taking butt stocks to the teeth. Well, that'll do it. But... She's yanking, and she can't get it. And, like, every time she yanks, like, with her tiny little strong arms, my whole face moves. Yeah. But it's not coming out, so I'm just like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and she calls for the other girl, so both of them come in there and get two-handed grip. Oh, my God. And just, <laughs> and it pops out. And immediately the pressure's gone. And I'm just like... I would have been terrified. I was dying because the whole situation... So, the first girl was straddling me. The second girl, like, had to climb on her. And I was just like, you guys need, like, chairs that go lower. Yeah. <laughs> but or a vice grip. I, I leave, and they're like, it's going to bleed a lot. I'm like, that's fine. So, I'm standing there with the groceries waiting for my wife to come pick me up. And I'm just spitting blood on the sidewalk because it's... Hardcore. Because th- you're not hardcore if you don't live hardcore. I'm, I didn't think <laughs> of an, anything of it at the time. I was just like, I just don't want to swallow blood. It makes you sick. So I'm spitting blood, and then my wife gets there, and she's like, what happened? And she showed me a reflection of, of myself in her in her phone, and there's just blood just, like, smeared against the side of my beard, and my beard was, like, matted down right there. It's all over my white shirt and the entire sidewalk. Why did they give you, like, gauze or something? Like- <laughs> they gave me one cotton ball, but I just kept bleeding. <laughs> I really, I, 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 would, I would love it if, like, I don't know, like a year from now, you go back to that Aldi and that dental store isn't there. The building's gone. But there's still blood everywhere. No, like, the Aldi's there, but the Aspen Dental is gone. There's, like, a gap where it was. And you're like, what? Oh, like a Twilight Zone (laughs) situation? Oh, God. Sterling comes out and he's like, you see that shit? That was crazy. Anyways, next week. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Um, any other last minute stories before we go? Give me a topic. Ah, uh, we're doing a login. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Let, give me another topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can end it here. We're at 53 minutes. Give me one more topic. One more topic? Um, Slam it. You know what? No, I know what we're going to talk that's about. That's fine. I know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> I know what we're going to talk about. It's okay. I love you. Okay, sure. No more tears, only dreams. Um, we're going to have our first interview here in, in another couple episodes oh is he down yeah he's down can we talk about it yeah oh we got a photographer yeah we got a photographer oh Ruben goes by sandwich ha yeah um yeah who is a classy photographer and the thing that I want to discuss with him the most is a lot of his his photos that he takes and photo shoots that he ends up being pulled into um has to do with DJs and stuff like that and then there's a lot of like sexually charged stuff that's going on there but he's a very like traditional like monogamous relationship guy to the point of like he's he's almost like a hopeless romantic so i want to talk with him about like what's it like being a dude in that industry right now that's so like sexually charged and at the same time like be so true to your art because he is the most professional person i've ever met while at the same time being an airhead artist <laughs> also yeah so he's very funny to talk to he is. I, I like he's talk- a total dude i like talking to him talking to him and like i can watch him like follow he's very like, like new yorker yeah um which is great. I also love, we were working on that short with him, and like, he, we were supposed to, he was doing paperwork for us or something, and we were trying to talk to him, and he's like, I can't do both. <laughs> and I was like, that's fair, dude, do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to have him on. It's at like, 
next week, or do we not know yet? Um, I think we're going to try for next week, but we're going to see where we're at because of the holidays coming up. Okay, is he in Orlando still? Yeah, oh. yeah, he's still campus, oh. so, yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. And he's still running his business, still making money, still paying the bills, yeah. still with the same lady. What I love is, and this is just, this isn't just him, it's like a lot of photographers on Instagram, their stories will be other photographers. It drives me nuts. But when I do see what he's working on, I'm just like, this dude. I like love the noir he, he did? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I love I love seeing his stuff, and I love seeing the stuff. Kubrick would have been jealous. Oh, I don't know if he's. Yeah. Kubrick, I don't know if Kubrick was capable of being jealous. He was a crazy person. I'm convinced he was a sociopath. I'm gonna say it. Jealous. Jealous. Yes. Nice. Um, what was what was the topic that you came up with? Let's see. That was oh, quick. I don't like it. The dentist. See now it doesn't work because we're already past him. No, go. I don't like it. The dentist when they're trying to talk to you and you can't see him and they kind of just pop into the right side of their frame. And they're wearing the weirdest glasses ever. And they're like, so how you doing? And you're like, well, right now I feel like I'm about to get stabbed by a yeah, crazy person. Yeah, it super feels like you're going to be like organs are going to be harvested for somebody else. Yeah. Well, especially because like I love sci-fi. And so it's like the first time I donated plasma, I like looked at the HR Geiger machine next to me. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, dentist. There's, there's some great jokes out there, but it shows, like, Air Force dentists, and they're, like, wearing ties and stuff like that, and there's another guy, like, there with, like, the water and the tools, and he's, like, yeah. being all proper, and then it's, like, Navy dentists, and so is the dude from MASH with a bazooka. <laughs> like, yeah? Yeah, no, I don't like, I don't like doctors at all. I like I don't people. either, but I also think that I'd probably be a pretty good doctor. But I, I'd probably have to be, like, an emergency room doctor. I don't think Because I, I don't have a bedside manner. Yeah, I'd get sued, because they'd be like... But why do I have type two? And I'd be like, "Stop eating!" <laughs> and I'm gonna get sued. <laughs> I gave you a number for a true nutritionist twenty six times now. Yeah, well, like there's, I love, I love Scrubs, and there's a patient like if he eats red meat again, it'll hurt his heart, and he comes back into the hospital like that same episode with a burger, and they're like, "We should just let him die." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> obviously you can't, but I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> That's very, very house. I like it. We gave him the rules. Yeah, and he broke them. It's kind of like there's a comedian who brought it up once, and there's a very dark part of me that I have to keep chained in a room and maybe feed it scraps every now and then. This is Bill part. Yeah, where, where it goes, oh, you knew exactly who I was talking about. <laughs> but um, <laughs> with that description right there. <laughs> but because every now and then he says something, you're like, yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. I no, get where you're coming it, from. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what it was essentially was uh, that we should just take the warning labels off of things for one year. Yeah. Just one year, yeah. and let nature take its course. <laughs> and obviously, protect the children, but adults take the the warning labels off everything. That includes speed limits. <laughs> that includes turning areas, lights, all of it, just gone. Anything that protects people from being stupid themselves that they shouldn't be able to figure out on their own, or should be able to figure out on their own, but for some reason are too stupid to figure it out, just let them go. Let it happen. Now, he's ha he has said some stuff where I've been like, eh. But a lot of his stuff, he's just a frustrated, angry man who doesn't understand why people can't have good manners. Yeah. That's what speaks to me. What I, I, I like, Bill, I like, I didn't like his new special that much. It was too much anger, not enough buildup. Yeah. Um, but I did that same special, which I think is Walk Your Way Out, is. It was too Dane Cook. But without the, like, word enunciations. The new one? Yeah. Yeah, but Walk Your Way Out is the one you're talking about. It's very good. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm saying that it was very, like, over the top for the sake of being over the top. I agree. But I like in that one where he's, like, talking about how that'll fix population. And he's like, you're with your, your beautiful lady because there's not so much competition because half the men are dead. And you're in third gear and it's five o'clock. That's supposed to be rush hour. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to go for a cruise. And then I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I did like what he said about cruise ships, even though I want to go on a cruise ship. I said, I'm going to hunt them, and then I'll hear it. <laughs> oh, that's the ship. <laughs> He's going to be in a submarine. Yeah, so I think that's a good spot to tie off for this episode. Word, word. Yeah, these track marks are definitely from donating plasma. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, next week or the week next will be Ruben. I think we're going to aim for next week. Okay, is it one question, um, and we'll leave this with him. Is it going to be more about the art, or is it going to be like more about Ruben? What do you What do you want to do? I want to aim more towards the art. 
But I do want to talk about what it's like for him in the industry. Because he's because he's also like a good artist to interview, but he's also a, like a straight dude. He's the most solid artist I've met in a long time. Who manages to be normal, be aware of his procrastination as an artist, and work around it as best he can, and still make money, and not get sucked into the games that happens in the kind of environments mm. he works in. That's why I want to talk about it so much. So, so the only thing we'll be missing is like when he gives one-liners, but he's not paying attention. The best way to describe it is the man is surrounded in opportunities to be a bad person twenty-four-seven and doesn't do it. So far. He does like his food, but that's about it. <laughs> if you launder this money for us, we'll give you bake. We'll give, we'll give you bake goods. And he's like, "Fuck!" That's like our it. our new D and D member. She was just like, "Oh, if you guys let me in, I'll bake you cakes." And we were like, <sighs> and then Josh, you were like, "Well, I have a high metabolism. I'll be fine." She's like, "I'll fix that." And you're like, "Is that a threat?" <laughs> well, it was weird because she was like, she was like, "I forced someone to eat once," and I was like, "That's not gonna work with me though. I'm just gonna tell you to leave. You have to eat this." No. I mean, go, go I may or may not help. <laughs> My roommates come home and I'm, you guys are force feeding me peeps. <laughs> gain, gain, say gain. it, say it. Stop me, buddy. Stop me, buddy. All right, so next week, uh, Ruben. And then the week after that, dudes. And remember, Epstein didn't kill himself. And stay strapped or get, get clapped. clapped. G. Ha, 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 ha.